Church, I want to do something now that prepares our spirits for prayer. Let us go to the Word of God. I'm speaking of Psalm 118 this morning, verse 14. We can responsibly offer these words unto the Lord. So let us do that now. If you would, please join me. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His faithful love endures forever. Let all Israel repeat, His faithful love endures forever. Amen. Church, let us go to the Lord in prayer on this Easter morning. From the darkness of the grave, blood poured out, a crown of thorns, Christ the Lord is risen today. Hallelujah. From the triumph that is won over the power and fear of death, Christ the Lord is risen today. Hallelujah. Walking from the empty tomb, opening wide the gates of life, Christ the Lord is risen today. Hallelujah. Lord of life, you defeated death to show that we can rise from all that binds us to the world. That being pride, envy, anger, fear, the debt of sin that holds us here, Christ the Lord is risen today. Hallelujah. Lord of life, you defeated death to demonstrate a love that is beyond our understanding, that reaches out even to us, saving grace to all who hear. Christ the Lord is risen today. Hallelujah. Lord of life, we pray for all who bring your word of life as a light to those in darkness, for those who bring your word of peace, to those enslaved by fear, for those who bring your word of love, to those in need of comfort, Lord of love and Lord of peace, Lord of resurrection life, be known through our lives and through your power. Christ the Lord is risen today. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Praise be to God. Church, let us do this now. Let us pray the prayer that Jesus taught us as an everyday way to keep ourselves anchored in his grace and mercy. If you would, please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Church, I am turning now to the Gospel of John, the 20th chapter, verses 1 through 18. And out of respect for the good news of the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ, I'm going to ask if you would to please stand this morning. Lord, we pray your blessing upon this, your word, and the proclamation of it. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. 
Early on Sunday morning, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. She ran and found Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved. She said, they have taken the Lord's body out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. Peter and the other disciple started out for the tomb. They were both running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He stooped and looked in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he didn't go in. Then Simon Peter arrived and went inside. He also noticed the linen wrappings lying there. While the cloth that had covered Jesus' head was folded up and lying apart from the other wrappings. Then the disciple who had reached the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed. For until then, they still hadn't understood the scriptures that said Jesus must rise from the dead. Then they went home. Mary was standing outside the tomb crying, and as she wept, she stooped and looked in. She saw two white-robed angels, one sitting at the head and the other at the foot of the place where the body of Jesus had been lying. "'Dear woman, why are you crying?' the angels asked her. "'Because they have taken away my Lord,' she replied, "'and I don't know where they have put him.' She turned to leave and saw someone standing there. It was Jesus, but she didn't recognize him. "'Dear woman,' Why are you crying? Jesus asked her. Who are you looking for? She thought he was the gardener. Sir, she said, if you have taken him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will go and get him. Mary, Jesus said. She turned to him and cried out, Rabboni, which in Hebrew is teacher. Don't cling to me, Jesus said, for I haven't yet ascended to the Father. But go and find my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene found the disciples and told them, I have seen the Lord. Then she gave him his message. Church, this is the gospel of our resurrected Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen. And you may be seated. So church, this morning I, I want to talk to you about something that you and I, each and every one of us, deals with each and every day. Excuse me. There you go. The stand was stuck under the stairs. Much better now. Very good. So something that, that you and I uh, struggle with uh, quite possibly in an everyday way, okay? And, and I'm speaking about stones, okay? Stones that you and I uh, are confronted with or even weighed down with each and every day. So let me go back to the scriptures for a moment. I want to read verse 1 to take you 
to this very significant stone. Listen to this scripture. Early on Sunday morning, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. You know, the stones that you and I confront, the stones that weigh us down oftentimes, they can be very small stones, okay? But those stones also can be very large stones that weigh us down. Those stones can be quite large, quite massive, quite heavy, and quite immense. So much so that when you and I are trying to maneuver around those stones or trying to push those stones out of the way, we can in fact become helpless. Hear me, helpless even. So much so that those stones have a way of closing the entrance of our hearts and minds. And when that happens, church, when we have a stone that rolls over the entranceway of our hearts and our minds, it's hard for the divine light to come in. Okay? So Mary, Mary had stones that she was struggling with. As you can hear and see from the scripture, Mary had stones of anxiousness. Mary had stones of deep nervousness and even fear. What happened to my Lord? Did they steal his body? Where is he? Mary is a very human figure just like you and I. And in this scripture text, out of love and compassion for her Lord, she wants to know where he is. She is weighed down with stones. Church, I want you to hear it here. Mary, verse 11, hear this scripture text. She, uh, the scripture says this, Mary was standing outside the tomb crying, a heavy stone church was weighed upon her and she wept and she stooped and she looked in she saw two white robed angels one sitting at the head and the other at the foot of the place where the body of Jesus had been lying dear woman why are you crying the angels asked her Mary was weighed down heavy with stones, church. You and I, so often in life, are weighed down with stones. So I'm going to highlight just a few stones that I believe can speak to each and every one of us where we're at in life. Let's talk about one stone. How about the stone of worry? If you are a human being, you worry about things. You worry about your family. You worry about your children. You worry about your career. You worry about your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. It is almost impossible to not worry. That, church, is a heavy stone that often can be a burden on our heart, our mind, our spirit, and on our very soul. But remember what the Word of God says about the stone of worry. Listen to this very carefully. The Word of God from Matthew 6 says this, you cannot add a single moment or hour 
to your life by worrying, but yet we do. Do we not? And that is a heavy stone. On this Easter Sunday, church, I want to challenge you. I want to empower you to drop that stone, to remove that stone and drop it. Get rid of it. Drop it from your heart. The stone of worry. Here's another stone that we often are plagued with. How about the stone of negativity? You know, it does not take much for us to turn the switch of negativity on. Am I right? Can I get an amen? The stone of negativity can weigh us down. It can plague our heart, our mind, our body, our spirit, and our soul. And when that happens... It disconnects us from the grace and the mercy of God who wants to give that to us each and every day. It disconnects us from the people that we love and who care about us and who love us right back. Church, listen to me. Take that stone of negativity on this Easter Sunday and drop it. Remove it from your life. Let it go. How about this stone? How about the stone of excuses? How many times have you and I made excuses for things? Does this sound familiar? I'm not good enough. I can't do it. I don't have enough time. I'm not called to that. There's no way that I've got the gifts or the graces to do that. No, thank you. How many times do we make up excuses that literally, again, disconnect us from something that God might be opening the door to that could truly be an extraordinary spiritual moment for you and fill you with abundant life? Excuses, church. We give them all the time. On this Easter Sunday, I challenge you to take the stone of excuses and drop it. Get rid of it. Remove it from your heart, from your mind, from your spirit, and from your soul. Let me end with this. And this is one that is so prevalent in Scripture, but also in the hearts and minds of all men and women, and that is fear. Fear is a huge stone for a believer. As a matter of fact, we can read through the Word of God and know fear can absolutely cripple us. It can hold us back because, you see, it keeps us in our safety zone. It keeps us in a tiny little box. When often God said, go. Go and get out of your box. Go and serve. Go and worship. Church, I want to challenge you today. Take the stone. If you are struggling with the burden of fear, 
on this Easter Sunday, give it to God and let it go and drop it. Drop it and remove it from your heart, your mind, your spirit, and your soul. Because you see, Easter Sunday, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, is all about allowing hope to emerge once again. For it's Jesus Christ, think of our resurrected Lord as the stone remover, the stone breaker. Listen to the text here. Picking up with verse 14, she turned to leave, that being Mary, and saw someone standing there. It was Jesus, but she didn't recognize him. Dear woman, why are you crying? Jesus asked her. Who are you looking for? She thought he was the gardener. Sir, she said, if you have taken him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will go and get him. Listen to this. Mary, Jesus said, he called her by name. She turned to him and cried out, Rabboni, which in Hebrew means, <clears throat> means teacher. Church, Jesus is calling us by name this very Easter Sunday. Fill your name in where Mary's name is and give those stones to Jesus and let him through the power of the Holy Spirit remove those stones so that you can be free and unshackled and see the resurrection for what it really is. Victory, church, over the very villain of death itself. Glory. Hallelujah. Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we all have stones in our lives. We all have stones that weigh us down. We all have stones that burden us heavy. Lord, I pray that with deep biblical resurrection faith, that on this Easter Sunday, the year of 2021, when we are all back together and have the blessing to worship together, that we can remove those stones, that we can drop them so that we, oh God, can be focused and fully present and take in what Jesus is giving us this day victory over death. Glory, hallelujah. Amen and amen.